0: Haffa Day and welcome to episode six of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. We discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs every weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. live on Take Note, the radio program heard on Harvest Family Radio Guam. But the podcast version features a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. It's perfect for new listeners or anyone who may have missed a portion of the program. We click Publish on this podcast every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Today, we ask you to take note of Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. In this passage, Solomon gives instruction to his children. He tells them what is important or what ought to be. He encourages them to learn and to grow and he lets them know what they should avoid. He describes the difficulty a sinner will face, and he provides a plan for avoiding such difficulty. Wisdom for every believer is found in Proverbs 4, as we focus on a father's instruction today on the Take Note podcast. While fatherly advice is not always looked upon as positive in modern society, A prideful person may reject the thoughts of any elders. They may show disdain for the way it was done back in their day. But the Bible speaks quite positively about the growth that happens in a person's life over time. And if they're following God, learning from wrong choices, and biblically correcting errors, they have something valuable to say. And fathers who respond in this way are particularly well-positioned, to teach. Well, with this in mind, let's observe the words of Solomon in our first verse, Proverbs 4, 1. Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. Fathers instruct, whether they know it or not, in presence or in absence. And their children do hear, whether words are spoken or not. These instructions have an effect on children's lives. In this case, Solomon offers some specific instruction, and everyone listening, including us, ought to attend that is we ought to be attentive well hopefully it's true that fathers provide good doctrine and hopefully fathers set down laws that are worth obeying that's certainly never to be taken for granted but it is true in this case fathers do very often have experience that is they've walked the path that they're asking their sons to walk their experiences either in taking heed or even in not taking heed, inform their fatherhood. Solomon's father, David, told him to take his words to heart. Fathers have been specially prepared by God to relay words of life to their children. And we see some in Proverbs 4, verses 5 through 7. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. We see two things worth getting here, wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is more about thinking and acting in the way God would have us to think and act. Understanding is about seeing reality having clarity based on truth. Both can only be provided by God. The assumption, though, from verse 5 is that a father, in this case Solomon, can help with wisdom and understanding, presumably pointing us to God. Their words should not be forgotten. They should not be forsaken or declined. And the content of their words, that is the instruction, is meant to preserve and keep the hearer. But no command to forsake her not would be needed if children didn't often forsake. This is a big mistake, precisely because wisdom is the principal thing. That means the first thing in order. It's where we must start. How does God want us to think and act? Well, fathers can often point us to the right answer. And along the way, we gain clarity understanding. We learn to be discerning. Proverbs 4, 8-10. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. When thou dost embrace her, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many." We're told to lift up wisdom, to embrace wisdom while rejecting the foolishness of the world. And we're told that if we do, we will be lifted up because wisdom crowns the person who embraces it. They receive an ornament of grace or favor, a crown of glory or beauty. You see, wisdom is always attractive in a world that's filled with folly. It's remarkable, it's recognizable. It stands out, and it tends to draw others to the one exercising it, prolonging the life of any receptive and therefore obedient son. Praise God for fathers who pass along wisdom. Proverbs 4.11 says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Solomon has not led his children astray. He's shown them the right path. He's pointed them in the right direction. If they pay attention, if we pay attention to wisdom, we will avoid pitfalls and stumbling stones. This doesn't mean, of course, a perfectly smooth path but it does mean a path approved by God. Narrow indeed, but leading to life everlasting. The pitfalls and stumbling stones we're talking about come into clearer view in the next section, verse 13 of Proverbs 4. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away, for they sleep not except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. This kind of instruction is life-preserving. Because the unwise paths of the wicked lead to destruction. This is why we're to use every means at our disposal to avoid that path. Just look at the command to avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. And pass away. There is danger in wisdom rejection. Danger in avoiding God's path and taking our own. For the path away from God is dark and it's unguided. But there is light where he leads, and he is with us on every step of the journey in the light. Well, Solomon has a little bit more to say about this in Proverbs four nineteen through 22 The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. I wonder if we understand what is good for us. God certainly knows and often provides people, more importantly, his word to point us in the right direction. This father begged his children to listen. God had given him experience. He knew the agony of stumbling in darkness. And he knew God wanted for his children the relief of walking in the light. I wonder if we will hear this instruction too and look to God alone. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast, and my name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. And on every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. Thank you for listening. My name is Chris Harper.